No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? It's episode 124. No, sir, I don't like it. That's Brian Vokey. I'm Carmen Morales. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. How the fuck are you? Good. That gold mi- I did. A, I just did a homophobic gold miner character. Oh, Hello, yeah. homosexuals. You're listening to the new serial like podcast. Please don't touch my hand. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if they exist. I just don't want them to touch me. Yeah. I'm going paneling for gold, but I'm not taking any men with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going f- paneling for gold, and I just mean that. I'm not using a euphemism about putting anything in anyone's ass. Why do those damn savages not wear pants? They're all gay. Every one of those Indians are gay. They all dress like they're at a leather bar in San Francisco. That's where they get a flip so they can get in each other faster. <laughs> Homophobic <laughs> prospector. <laughs> I killed a man for looking at me. Uh, dude. <laughs> Hi, Brian. How Hi. are you? Uh, Hello. I'm good. I, uh, Remember, we're pretending to be friends again. Oh right, right. Hi, Carmen. How oh, are hello. You? It's it's I, been so uh, less time since I've seen you. That homophobic gold prospe- pr- prospector uh, reminded me of what we were just talking about off mic. Uh, I have uh, some friends of mine who are uh, they're they're old they're you know they're black so they're homophobic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's they're not all. I mean, there's a there's a new there's a we new know. class. Yeah, we didn't know that. But, but that's the on. funniest version though is yeah, yeah. homophobic black. Yeah, yeah. And, I, like, I worked the road with all those guys. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you that. You can't that, erase yeah. all of my conversations that I've had with people. I'm not gonna. It, That's gay, man. Like I can't tell you how many times I, I've heard that in a C room somewhere in fucking Ohio. I know. It, you can't pretend. Like it's weird that we're like because of like Twitter and stuff. We have to pretend. That no, that's like, how you found out they had a gay in the family because they were they were the ones like not doing that. It's like, nah, man, my cousin's gay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. Uh, uh, I was hanging out with two two black friends of mine, and, and one goes, "Bruh, I did anal for the first time, bruh. I felt so gay, almost threw up." <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if he just puked on her back because he thought he was gay. <laughs> He's like, he just keeps checking. <laughs> He just keeps checking to see if she has balls and a dick. <laughs> he just keeps patting her on the pussy to see if there's anything else there. <laughs> and the other guy in the room goes, why would you do that? I would never do anal. I would never. That's gay, bro. I would never do anal. Do you think it's like really because there's way more African-Americans in uh, in their prison system? So it's like that's always it's always like no, gay, it's gay church. I think it's a combo because it's always like in prison. It's always gay against your will. You know what I mean? So it seems even more fucking scary. I, 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 if I had to guess, I would say it was more church because there's. Like, I mean, for sure, there's a reason God hates <laughs> is everywhere. Uh, <laughs> according to Westboro Baptist Church, but yeah, yeah, yeah God, yeah, I, th- I think that that you know you're grown up and you grow up and you're told that's wrong, mm-hmm. uh, and but uh, then it's it, it, to the point where it's like even with somebody of the opposite sex, it's still like weird. Yeah, well, it is weird to fuck something where poop comes out of. I mean, that Absolutely. is... Absolutely. Like, anal is... I remember I had a buddy of mine... 
<laughs> he used to fuck this chick that like only wanted anal. That was the only thing. She wouldn't take anything anywhere else. She only Poor wanted girl. to get fucked in the eye. I know. That's a bad sign. <laughs> she was a mother too. Um <laughs> Wait, she got pregnant in her asshole? <laughs> she had shit babies. That could happen. And that's not me being racist. That was just <laughs> I had no idea you get pregnant in the ass. No, she didn't. But like that was like the only way she liked getting fucked. I'm certain, you know, she was with a guy that wanted to have a baby with her. And so she had a baby with him. Mm. But it was like she only liked getting fucked in the ass. Like so much so that she would, she constantly have like uh, frozen peas. And she would sit on frozen peas all the time because her ass would get like rammed. Anyways, really? He said, but he said like one time they Why fucked. Why is she to he- sit on food all the time? Like if she's always getting rammed, get a real ice pack. I don't know, but because I think she sounds peas. trashy as fuck, <laughs> which is just she, your kind. If you guys listen, some girl to the who's last like episode. only gets blasted in her ass <laughs> and, and is constantly sitting on frozen food, <laughs> not frozen eating, food, just peas. Then eating peas the peas go up in your ass crack, and it's like way more refreshing. Those are my ass peas. Yeah. Not, Damn, not, girl, these peas are good. What do you do to season these? <laughs> I don't think she's serving them to her kids or anything. I think she's got ass peas. Was she married she to has, the guy who gave her the kid? I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, they then they got divorced. Okay, yeah, because and she kept his house. Like she's like, well off. Yeah, ass peas sounds like a single mom. Yeah, she is a single mom. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy she's fucking was like like one of her high school sweethearts type of deal. So she has had to go back to old dick. That he didn't sound like a sweetheart. No, no, but I mean, he was, I guess, at one point, or else she wouldn't have liked him as much. Or maybe <laughs> that's a funny she just term, always high school sweetheart. I hate that fucking nobody term. Nobody in high school is sweet. We're all kids. We're mean. So yeah, we're like, all fucking <laughs> thirteen to fifteen when you're the biggest dick you've ever been in yeah, your life. Yeah, that's yeah. my sweetheart. I think they're called sweethearts because it's the only time you weren't an asshole is for those three weeks you had a girlfriend. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's the other thing too. They're always short-lived relationships. Well, yeah. They, I mean, you're only a teen for so long. Yeah. yeah high school sweetheart. Got to get it in. I got to move it around. See what I'm. I got to learn some shit. I'd marry my high school sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. She's tight. Uh, like literally. Still friends or- with her. Oh, oh. Don't I like, ever like, talk about her like that again. <laughs> how fucking dare you talk about my is wife? Is that the one you put I in your asshole? You put it in her asshole? That's how you know about butt plugs? No. <laughs> no, I know about butt plugs from like, you know, inter- I read a lot of interviews. I listen to a lot of porn podcasts. <laughs> I like to of- get into the industry. I like to get peek behind the curtain and see who's getting fluffed. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like to know about the real, you know, it's like I like wrestling documentaries. Doesn't oh, okay. ruin wrestling. Right, I right. I like porn podcasts. Doesn't ruin porn. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful that you can uh, appreciate the making of. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a child anymore, you know? Yeah. It's, it's- I mean, you're talking about your high school sweetheart like you are, but. <laughs> I just wish she was still 15, you know? That was the hottest thing about her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. You're a monster. Yeah, it's the only time I ever fucked a 15-year-old. <laughs> mm. And everybody was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Hell yeah. I could tell everybody. You fucked the shit out of I could have walked right up to a cop and been like, hey, I fucked a 15-year-old last night. And he'd be like, good for you, good boy. Good for you, son. Give me some skin. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some skin for that. That's good. Wear a condom now. Come on, wear a condom. <laughs> you don't want a 15-year-old mom. You know what I mean? You no. just want a 15-year-old slut. Yeah, no, she was cool. I um, let's talk- Anyways, what I was saying is, so uh, he was just telling me that one time, like the, I guess she didn't like prepare properly. And then when he pulled out, he had like a ring of shit under his dickhead. Oh, yeah, I've and been there. You got to thumb it off. I, I, I've been there and uh, I said ew when I saw shit on my dick and my uh, the girl I was with at the time got so mad at me. 
she yelled at me. She's like, well, if you want to be in there, that's part of the process. Oh, it was your idea? No. She threw me in there. And then... <laughs> Classic lady, huh? Did the yeah. old bait and switch on you? Threw me in there and the, then the got old, mad at me. The old anal, anal and yell at you? <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I remember being like, I'm not like mad. I mean, I just have never seen shit, shit on, my on my dick, dick before. Yeah. That's gross. You got to understand. Like, I've <laughs> never had shit on my dick. Like, yeah. I'm going to react. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you're gross. I'm saying the fact that there is shit on my dick is gross. And I'm down to keep rolling along. It's just, it was visually, it was stunning. Yeah. It was it was kind of stunning. I'd never seen that before. I'd seen other things on my dick. I'd seen you like know, what, like lotions and foods and what food salivas. Did, whoa, whoa, whoa! What food? Various did you fuck? creams, cottage cheese. You fucked cottage cheese. Did no, you heat it up? I really oh, <laughs> no. But I mean, I've seen. I don't know. You were thirteen once. I wouldn't put anything yeah. past a thirteen-year-old boy. I never really fucked uh, foods, but I mean, I've had you know, I've had girlfriends do all that hacky shit, like put whipped cream on my cock and stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to say cocaine. <laughs> no, nobody's ever done coke on my dick. Oh, I feel bad. That's that's like some, that's like a rite of passage, I feel like. No, I don't want to... F- I, I, Especially because you were in band so much. That seems like it would have been like a regular... People, I mean, I know you weren't in like Poison or Warrant I or know, whatever. exactly. Like, what do you think? I wouldn't think I was on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, me and uh, fucking Mel <laughs> from Stable. Hanoi Rocks. <laughs> we're going down Sunset Boulevard. We're both getting blown by two fucking hairspray whores. <laughs> <laughs> no i wasn't in bands like that i was in bands where it's like uh you know about- do you remember that real sex episode where they talked about there was like a food episode i don't remember particular real sex episodes <laughs> that's like well, for some reason because that to me that was like the strangest one out of all of them so that's like the only one i remember that and there was like an old hippie commune where everybody was like like it was like a swinger community sure where, but it was all old people and i was like well this isn't sexy at all because <laughs> I, again i was like 15 yeah nobody wants to watch old people fuck <laughs> that's not true gilf is a very big category yeah but usually the other person's young you rarely watch two old people fuck. Right. A gilf is a grandmother I'd love to fuck, not a grandmother her husband would love to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, it is always young old. It's young on old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And both ways, too, because I've seen a lot of young, like really young girls fuck old guys. Yeah, that always grosses park. me out. And the thing about Yeah, the other out, way around seems way chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, um, the old guy, my body looks more like the old guy bodies. Mm-hmm. And I don't. So want, now you're you're starting to get into it. No, like, no, so I don't like. I don't want to be represented in porn. No, I, no, no, no. I'm. It's not like I don't want to see anything that looks like me at all. So it's like the like the movies. Like you're going to watch exactly. other people for sure. It's exactly. all it's voyeuristic. It's not like POV. Yeah, I'm not pretending I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, <laughs> so you probably don't watch POV porn. I actually don't. I, I've I've barely watched any porn at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. Tyler thinks that's funny because he watches so much porn. He's watching porn <laughs> He's right wa- now. Oh, come on, He's Tyler. On Don't phone. jerk off while we're fucking recording. <laughs> it's fine. Speaking you of can. jerking off, guys, please subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash nosirpod and uh, give us a dollar a month for all of the amazing free fucking content that we've given you for the last two years. Or for $5 a month, you get uh, the same four uh, episodes plus two bonus episodes. Plus access to our first 50 episodes. We took our first 50 episodes down and we moved them over to the Patreon. So now when you get, if you're new to the podcast for $5 a month, you get 50 episodes plus two extra a month 
But also, yeah, we do have it. If you could just throw us a buck um, on there uh, just monthly, just one dollar, it makes a huge twelve dollars a year. I'm certain you spend more on fucking scratch offs and we're giving you way more enjoyment than those fucking things. ever have. Uh, except this will never pay off. <laughs> so but so will that. neither will that, dude. It could at some point, right? You get like two bucks every three years. um yeah no and you guys will you can also if you give five dollars a month you get free tickets whenever in your town which by the way that reminds me we'll be in miami on august 7th at the miami improv august 8th we'll be at the west palm beach improv and then saturday august 10th we'll be at side splitters in tampa and then august 22nd we'll be at the levity live in oxnard california so if you're in any of those cities and you give us five dollars a month for the patreon you get all those episodes plus free tickets to all those shows and that carmen or you know if you if you got a friend in there and they fucking tell you to hit us up like you know and if we're Carmen cool. and I are on the road uh, by Separ- ourselves yeah, separately. separately, you mm-hmm. also get free tickets to that. And I got to tell you, uh, I am a fucking stand-up genius. Oh, yeah? Um, so getting, Would you have a good set? So Getting free tickets to see me <laughs> is like getting free tickets to see George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Ellen DeGeneres. By the way, Dead Ellen people. Dege- oh, except for Ellen. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres is one of... I don't want to talk about comedy too much, but I will... I do... Have you listened to her? Recently? Her stand-up? Recently? Like the new special, the one that no, a bunch no, no. Of other who gives a wrote? fuck about that? I oh. don't give a fuck about that. I'm talking about like her Will old Jenner? stuff. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's brilliant. Mm-hmm. She's one of the best stand-ups ever. Her and Paula Poundstone, I used to get uh, mixed up bits, bits for bits because they would both wear blazers. <laughs> yeah, they all wore blazers. <laughs> they all wore like. But nights. those two, like, I per- like I used to get because they were both fucking hilarious to me. I thought Paula Poundstone was hilarious too. I'm not as familiar with Paula Poundstone. I'd, uh... I remember she used to do this. It was a silly. I mean, it's a silly '90s premise, but about how like they worry about people drinking and driving. They should worry about people eating and driving. Like if you've ever had like gone of to course. the grocery store yeah. hungry and. And then there's a pack of those fucking fudge stripe cookies in the back seat. And you try to grab it and you end up like, you know, causing a seven car pileup. Right. Yeah. And then clean all, blood alcohol level. Then all the children that you keep hoarding in your basement don't get to eat any fudge stripe cookies because you died on the way home. <laughs> She's a child hoarder. Would you say you say you say you say that every time I bring her up and it's mm-hmm. never been fucking checked because one time I asked you about it and then you're like, I don't even know if that's true, but I'm just going to keep saying it. No, we it. did look it up, though. We did look it up. And it wasn't true. No, she had like seven or eight adopted children. What is that? That's not a hoarder. Seven because, or eight? Because she's it's a foster home, dude. That's a little indie orphanage. It's like a small record label. It's like the matador of... What's wrong with fostering kids? Because you think she's at, a molester? At a certain, no, 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 no. At a certain point, it's just like cats. You get over a limit mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, this is a bit much. What? Tyler, what are you looking up? What happened? Yes, yeah, she did have... Yeah, what, she had but, eight adopted but it was children because she was, she was driving them. under the influence. It's because she got a DUI with kids in the car. Yeah, you're collecting children driving and driving them around car. drunk. She was driving a clown car at the time and was a little tipsy. But man, she's funny. I saw her live in New Orleans with uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, which is, whew, let me tell I'm you something. I'm just saying, you can't be judging Paula Poundstone if you're cool with Louie jerking off. Like, they're both irresponsible. Oh my God, you're insane. That's the, <laughs> that's the dumbest it's thing I've ever behavior, heard in my life. Good art. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah, the yeah. same thing. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Fully consenting adults with access to leaving rooms is the same as vulnerable orphan children. (laughs) You're 100% right. Great logic. I'm saying bad people, good art. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, Paul Poundstone is neither as good at art and a worse person. <laughs> but nobody cares. It's no, it doesn't matter. It's only black and white. There's no gauging. It's just yeah. the same. It's an artist who does bad things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Poundstone's a woman who wears ties that look exactly like but Donald that's Trump's why, ties. But that's why Bill Cosby and Louie are the same thing because Louie jerked off in front of people and Bill Cosby raped 67 women. So it's the same. Bad person, good art. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> we all agree with that. You know what I was laughing at last night? Uh, I was laughing about... Yourself? Um, no. <laughs> I was laughing about um, them doing uh, a night at the museum at like the AIDS museum. Wait, what? <laughs> There's an AIDS museum? Imagine you get trapped at the... Well, it's like an LGBT museum. Um, you just, no, no, I mean... No, no, wait, let AIDS me finish. Museum? I mean the one with the AIDS quilt. The one with the AIDS quilt in it. But like you're at the museum <laughs> and then it all comes to life, but it's just a bunch of people with AIDS coming around you all. <laughs> and then like it was like man you have to walk through like a tunnel like a like a funhouse tunnel but it's all people with aids touching your face it is yeah it's like man i got <laughs> man i got locked in the aids museum last night it was so cold i had to wrap up in that quilt <laughs> just wrapped up in the aids quilt cold trying to sleep <laughs> while all the photographs of the aids people comes to life you think the aids would la- would last that long I think because if it's if it's hanging in, a museum, I don't think you're getting it from the cold the from the quilt. I think you're getting it from the people who are coming alive, just like how Colonel Cluster or Custer, <laughs> Colonel Custer comes alive. <laughs> Colonel Cluster, Colonel oh, like night at the museum. I got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like night at the museum, or like at the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> Yeah, they should instead of the Museum of Natural History. You talking about the one with the fucking like when how they did that night at the museum with Ben Stiller and yeah, like, that's exactly what I'm talking I'm about. I'm saying so. You, <laughs> what do you? What do you? Wait, wow, like Carmen. <laughs> I'm saying why did they pick that museum? I know you're. I know we're saying the same thing, but I'm saying why? Like why didn't they do that? What are you saying? A, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> they should do a tour, a museum tour. And do all the different museums, you know, like the Holocaust Museum or the Who Museum say, of Civil what are you Rights. Talk- wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. The movie. I think they should have made a series of movies at different museums. That's what we're doing right now. I know. You just came up with the idea that we were already halfway into. <laughs> <laughs> and totally derailed it. <laughs> Good. Oh, my God. What's next on your list that we have to talk about? Let's go to your list. Let's go. I to did have shit that I wanted to talk about. Break, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, what's up? What did you want to talk about? Um, I went to Colorado and I performed at a trans suicide benefit. Mm-hmm. With benefit benefiting this to encourage suicide for trans people. <laughs> it was to raise. That's money. a hacky joke. The AIDS benefit joke. I just reappropriated it. <laughs> We're having an AIDS benefit tonight. It's a Mad Libs AIDS joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just plug and play. <laughs> how how was Colorado? Did you, did you get to do anything? Um, no, I literally went there for one day and then flew back, and it was uh, weird because I was because I thought it was just like a benefit show, like hey, we're trying to raise money in honor of somebody, but then it was also a memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I didn't know the person. Were you wait? Were you performing at a wake? It was at a bar, it, so it wasn't like the the, the, the dead person had died uh, had uh, died. <laughs> Shut up, Tyler. They had died a month earlier. 
Okay, so they had already so there was done like the silent, funeral and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it was that like was a silent over. auction. It was a benefit, but then it was also like a memorial in that people were going up and speaking and all that stuff. And were they auctioning off like top surgeries and stuff? They didn't have any top surgeries. I did look through them. It was more like they had like records and like uh, they had, you know, different like a bunch of businesses like donated stuff and they auctioned all that stuff off. That's cool. Was it a fun show? Were you able to make it work? I was in my head too much. Like I thought I was too mean. To- you, mean you were in your head about performing for somebody who killed themselves yes. at a memorial? Yes. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody not being in their head. <laughs> if you weren't in your head going into that, you are a monster. <laughs> Any gigs we're a gig, man. Like- I did think it was funny, though. You did put, I thought it was really funny. You put on Instagram, I'm headlining, that, and it said like what the benefit was. Yeah. And I thought it was so comedian of you to have to mention that you're headlining the suicide benefit. <laughs> it's like a benefit for oh somebody who killed Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about <laughs> that. They're like, I'm headlining tonight. <laughs> It's like it was so comicky. It was like yikes, <laughs> man! I totally didn't even realize that. That's how long I've been promoting shows. Is I didn't yeah. even fucking think about it. Okay, okay, fair enough. So I'm a monster too. We're both monsters. Welcome to Monsters Incorporated podcast. <laughs> I think you're a better person though because I uh, I know exactly how I'm a monster. You're doing it on accident, <laughs> and I would rather I'd rather be doing it on accident. <laughs> it feels less calculated. <laughs> um, I was so like because, but that's also a very comic thing. I was like, man, I couldn't enjoy it. I was too in my head about the dead person. I know, I know. the whole narrative is insane. <laughs> the whole narrative is insane. It's like, yeah, so this person felt like they had no place in the world, not even in their own body, and it was so bad that they had to just off it. And man, did that make my set weird? Did that make my set weird? Yeah, no, her whole family rejected her. Her was that a her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her whole family rejected her. Like nobody. I mean, that, would. that that's part. That was part of it. Of I course. Felt it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But I felt. I felt like I made up for that. I felt like I made up for being like a selfish comedian because I let everybody dump on me afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Like I was literally like a, an emotional support person. Oh, I thought you meant you did some like hooking and you let people shit on you for money. No. <laughs> Colorado. Tell you what, it's a good it's a good place to hook. Colorado's a good hooking state. Uh, but then I did a way too many drugs with people that were there. That was mm-hmm. like that's the other thing too, is like I've noticed them when people die now, everybody just immediately goes to drugs. Like nobody just fucking deals with anything anymore. Sure. Well, the crew you hang out with. What do you mean the crew I hang out with? I mean, I mean, not not just those people. I mean, like several funerals that I've gone to and not just funerals that I've gone to, but funerals that like adults with children have gone to. And they're always like, hey, do you want to fucking you want to Xanax? You want a fucking thing? You want to, you know, they're always pushing everything to get you to just zone out as opposed to like, hey, man, it's it's okay if you're fucking sad. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel maybe it's like an insecurity where you're not even allowed to feel bad about the biggest shit. Like, you have to always have it together. I know. Yeah. And you have to like people's like cry for helps are always coded. Like Tyler texted me a cry for help the other day. Mm -hmm. He texted me. He said the new comedians in cars is incredible. And I was like, you can say you're sad. Yeah. You you can say you need help. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to code it. Like, I know we're we're trained to be macho and masculine. But just open up. It's okay. I'm here to listen. But you guys are only macho with each other. 
There's, I mean, like, I've had to fucking pick up that slack for <laughs> 15 years. It's like, oh, you're the only woman in the room. Let me tell you every emotion I've had for the last six months. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched that happen to you recently <laughs> with, with a former guest, Sean White. <laughs> Just fucking drowning you in his He's, tears. He, he goes up to you and starts making fun of it, and then Gives he goes a, up to yeah. me, and then he just starts fucking. It was really funny. Car- I like. It, I got a really good perspective because a uh, mutual friend of ours, comedian, former guest, Sean White, like has a lot, has dealt with a lot lately, and then he comes up. And he's telling me about what he's been dealing with, and he's all punched up and funny and jokey, and we're yeah, he's, about he's doing it. bits for you. And then all of a and sudden, puppy dog all- eyes <laughs> comes in when Parman, Carmen walks in. He turns into a puppy dog, and he's just like, he's all so bad. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm so glad I'm not abroad. Jeez. I'm glad that's something like. I feel like for that, we should get an extra 33. You guys should close the fake wage gap. You should do that for that. <laughs> I think that's one of the, like, there's some things about toxic masculinity or whatever that I really appreciate. Like, yeah. the fact that guys. That you feel, don't have to deal with that? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. guys feel too, like, insecure to dump on me. Mm-hmm. It's like, thank God. You know? Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like for you. Yeah. Well, especially you because you're a bully. Uh, not a bully. Tyler. Am I a bully, Tyler? A little bit of a bully? A little bit. That's coming from your victim. You know what I mean? He's got Stockholm Syndrome for how much you bullied him. Oh, now on. he doesn't feel good unless you're bullying him. I elevate if Tyler. You ni- if you're nice to him, he feels uncomfortable. Tyler feels uncomfortable no matter what's going on. His mom was on <laughs> s- speedy drugs when he was in the womb. He's a little speedy Gonzalez. Oh! Yes, <laughs> Tyler Gizar. He's, he's like, That's why he smokes so much weed because he tries to become Slowpoke Rodriguez yeah. <laughs> just so he can meet in the middle. <laughs> I have been so smoking, sm- smoking so much weed. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is laying against the wall with a sombrero over his head. Um, I can produce a podcast in my sleep. <laughs> Sometimes I get just so sleepy. <laughs> There's a little. And then when he's not high, he's just like, oh my God, I can't find my batteries. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Everything's yeah. going to fucking melt down in front Anyways, guys, make sure you follow Tyler Gizar at Brian J. Vokey on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. We, it's almost like a we do it every episode now. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's the only guy named Tyler who smells like the Rio Grande. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler literally. He's got the hips of an anchor. If I'm yeah. being honest, yeah. his first name is That's Ice Agent. His last name is Alien. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he seriously sounds like a hacky movie that somebody's trying to some premise that somebody's trying to sell in Hollywood right now. All right, what if an Ice Agent? captures an illegal immigrant and they fall in love <laughs> and they have a kid named Tyler Gizar. shut up dude did I tell you about that idea <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get something made dude I'm trying to be relevant Coming this summer anchor baby <laughs> Tyler's an anchor baby <laughs> that, that was the joke I made that was the joke I made I said he's got the hips of an anchor yeah 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 okay we got you. You just did the thing I did earlier. No cool. way, no way, no way did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was I made it. it a movie title. <laughs> I added to it. I understood what was going on and I added to it. I put some of that seasoning. Sasong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I, uh, uh, I, was, I, I told you about this, uh, but uh, I was in Ventura. Were you in Ventura? No, Gary was with me and I, uh, I was doing this Italian accent and I go, just like my mama made it. And this guy goes, Italian. 
<laughs> it's the funniest heckle I've ever got in my life. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like in full. It's just I like my mom. I mean, that's that's Italian you're doing right there. Italian. <laughs> it was so fu- he's so, so funny. retarded. He was so it was so funny to show yeah. you what he knew. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So if you are watching comedians in cars getting coffee, you are sad. That's one thing I've figured out. Why? Because that show sucks. Why do you think it sucks? It's just, who wants to watch guys who wear blazers and jeans driving Porsches and talk about the, the good old days? I just so fucking obnoxious. I hate that show. I hate it. They're like just they're driving around like the nicest neighborhoods in well, Manhattan it's also because and Santa you know, Monica. You know, you know those people. That's it's different. I've never met anybody who's been on that show. Not one person. But you know those you know of those people more than the average person does. No, I don't. That's like the com- average white that's like a poor white guy saying like I'm like Trump. You know no. what I mean? Like I'm not I'm in such a lower echelon. I'm not even in this business. My taxes are still simple. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. Like the show sucks. It's even like a gearhead who like criticizes top gear. Do you know what I mean? Like you still like any show that has an Acura logo as part of the show sucks. <laughs> That show stinks. He's old. He's trying to fucking hang. (laughs) It's brought to you by Acura. What good entertainment is brought to you by Acura? (laughs) 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 Fucking nothing. There's been so many movies. There's so many movies. Yeah. Where they have like, they have the, it's just not, just doesn't say. You're talking about product placement. Yeah. 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 It's doing the same thing. It's a little more extreme. The best product placement movie ever is that James Bond movie. Um, which one? Oh, uh, the one where you know what James Bond movie? I'm t- Every it, single one of them is one for Austin. Martin. No, no, but there's one <laughs> where he Martin. like he crashes into a Seven Up billboard or whatever. Like he like flies through a Mountain Dew billboard. Oh, really? And there's another. I can't remember which one it was. And then like a Coca Cola sign falls on him or something. That was the other one. Was the Italian job is what when they had they had a uh, they blew up. Oh, the Mini the Coopers. Peps, the Mini Coopers, yes, but also it was they had a uh, a big semi truck. And then there's a huge hole in the ground, and then the billboard that falls over is a big pe- Pepsi logo. <laughs> so they cover up the thing with with a big pex- Pepsi logo, That's and it so falls funny. over. But so you only see it for like five seconds. But yeah. it's like it's like and then oh, it's stuck okay. in your head forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now every time we go to Costco and get a Pepsi, you, you got think any about Costco stories the for us? Job. No, I don't even want to talk about. Costco <laughs> I don't want to. I'm done with fucking Costco. I actually I did work with this great Arabian. She calls herself Arabian. Uh, she's Arabic. She's from Palestinian. Mm-hmm. And um, she was talking about, she knows everything that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, look here, this guy, he's going to steal all the meat bags, the plastic, the red bags you get in the meat department. Yeah, sure. And just start, and then the guy just starts ripping off plastic bags and shoving them in his pocket. And she's like, wow. I told you. And then he's walking around the store with just or- orange meat produce bags just <laughs> hanging out of his pockets, all four of his pockets. And she goes, look at this guy. This guy, he talks to every girl in the store. He's a flirter. He's a little, but you know what? I saw his wife shopping here earlier. He doesn't know she's here. She goes, I can't wait till she sees oh, him shit. talking so to all the got, girls. He's got like the she dish, knows dude. literally everything that's going on. And so this guy, he, he works here. He's pretending to wash the glass windows that the frozen aisle is in, mm-hmm. but he's just leaning on the frozen aisle talking to the hot sample girl. Mm-hmm. And he's just literally leaning there. And then his wife, and she elbows me and she goes, look, 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 look. <laughs> and then the wife walks up with the cart and he's like, Oh, hey, honey. <laughs> Classic, dude. Classic yeah, yeah. cock right He's got his elbow. He's leaning while talking to this girl. There's no, that body language is yeah. so goddamn obvious. Yep. 
And she goes, ooh, he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's great. And uh, she loved me. And there's something, I'm so desperate for uh, like positive elderly attention, like like mm-hmm. grandmother. I, like I, reinforcement. I, well, I just don't have any old people in my life. My grandmother does not like to talk too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my talkative grandparents are dead. So I, I just like love... The fucking like I I just love, but having that's why people with- watch comedians and cars getting coffee. It's a bunch a couple of old people talking about shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's the same kind of thing, but it's in a uh, but it's in the format of stand up. Yeah, but it's not caring. It's just talking about how they succeeded. Like I just like that familial kind of talk. Mm-hmm. And, and the lady, she just she's you know how like Arabic dudes always call you buddy and stuff like that. Buddy, buddy, yeah, yeah, buddy, buy a car, buddy. But uh, she she calls you honey and baby all the mm-hmm. time, and she's like, oh, "It's okay, honey." I was like, "Late," and she goes, "It's okay, honey. It's a long drive for you." And I'm just like, "Oh, I want a grandma so bad. <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted her to like give me a cookie yeah. that she made, yeah. and just like say something like kind of vaguely racist that you just pretend not to hear." Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I wanted to nestle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was sweet. Um, that's my only Costco story, but I yeah. Look well, at a positive one. We finally got a positive Costco story. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah, I worked with a really nice old lady. It was cool. Uh, yeah, I forget her name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I call her Nana. <laughs> 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 I've just been calling her Nana. She sees her respond still. I made her laugh so hard by being like, uh, we were putting on samples and she's like, all oh, these people, they eat, they don't buy. And I was like, yeah, it's like feeding pigeons. Mm-hmm. And she laughed so hard. <laughs> I dig at her mind. These pigeons are poor. They ain't got no money. And, and also I dehumanized all the Costco people and I think she thought that was hilarious. Yeah. We were laughing about... Um, um, the when we were talking about uh, Bird Box on the last episode. Oh, by the way, I gotta. Oh yeah, you do need to clear. I, I, you need to clear I, I, some shit up, guys. I, we I, need to apologize. I don't. I'm not apologizing. Oh, I'm just, I'm just okay. saying I was wrong. Okay. Not right. sorry. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm not sorry because I was wrong on the free fucking entertainment I gave you. But you, you know what it I mean? could be. It could be premium, and you could you could write in and yell at him if you pay five bucks a month. You can yell at Subscribe me to for free if you want. Yeah. Um, you can, if you want to yell at me, it's at Tyler Gazar. Um, <laughs> Email us, no surpod at gmail.com. <laughs> no, I, I like, uh, I fucking had grossly misunderestimate, uh, misunderestimated the uh, connection. connection between Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump. Man, that guy, uh, they were really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good friends. I thought they were. And you know what's funny, though, is that, like, it's, like there are people who got mad at me because I was wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But also it's like, don't you wish I was wrong? Don't you wish that less presidents were hanging out with pedophiles than more? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, but it's the president that they don't like. Though. I know it's the yeah. one they don't like. Yeah. So like Clinton, everything I stand by and I, and, and the time and, and information backs up everything I said about Clinton, but man, that fucking video of, uh, of Vic Berger, very annoying human being, but man, that video he put, <laughs> Yeah, of, of Donald Trump like dancing with those girls and grabbing, putting his back hand in that his hand in that girl's back pocket, and then oh looking at Jeffrey Epstein and being like, "She's hot." <laughs> oh. <laughs> and also Jeffrey so Epstein and them potentially having a falling out because they were arguing over who gets to steal this teenager's virginity. <laughs> yeah, they were a little closer than I anticipated. <laughs> um, but if there's one thing I've learned is that power makes you a pedophile and fame makes you bisexual. What? Fame fame makes you bisexual. 
How 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 do no what no that's not true. What do you okay? <laughs> you can't just say some random shit like that. Richard Pryor, Gerard Carmichael. Mm-hmm. I'm out of examples. Uh, no, any musician ever. Anybody who gets famous, you just you fuck everything so much that you need to fuck the other half because mm-hmm. you're just you, you you're know. running out. You're running right, out. Right. And power makes you want to have the things you the most rare thing and the thing you can't have. You know what I mean? And the most that's like like a a little kid's pussy or asshole is like a Fabergé egg from yeah. the fucking. You and know. you just want to smash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just it's just so I think power makes you pedophile, fame makes you bisexual. Which that means that I've, what what I've chicks though. You only use guy examples. What chicks are fucking chicks because they're famous. I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. Oh, all right. I'm just thinking about guys. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about guys all the time. That's all I fucking think about. Brian, it's okay if you want to come out. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not famous or powerful. That's why I said being straight is for the fucking impoverished nobodies. <laughs> Being straight is a guaranteed way to fucking not be successful. Is that was, dude? Is that what? It, are you supposed to be by and then get successful? I'll fucking eat some no. snatch to get some money. Are you kidding me? No, but you know you're successful once you start uh, fucking outside your sexual preferences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean orientation? It's no. Not a preference, Brian. What? What is it? Is that? <laughs> is is that something? Am I finally outdated? I'm usually ahead of people on the language. Wait, what? What do you mean? Is this preference informs choice, or like denotes that it's a choice? Orientation is just a is you are. Right. Okay. So it's like a sex gender thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start. But no. But if I think if the famous thing that is preference. Yeah. The famous thing like, is preference. Yeah. Yeah. When you're fucking outside your orientation, doesn't even sound right. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, if you're oriented to I was wrong. Straight people. That's the point. I was wrong. <laughs> Listen, it's funny how when you when you're like a, a white guy getting up there in age, if you don't read the news and pay attention, your mind just drifts to the right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to scoot it over. You have to put yeah, like yeah. buoys around your brain yeah, you have to, to keep it. It's like the ghost in Mario Brothers, where if you look away, it comes at you. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you look at it, it freezes. It's like you, you've got to stay informed or your mind will just float yeah. into fucking conservatism. Your boo is like 4chan. Yeah. Your brain just starts dripping. Exactly. you got to be vigilant. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wrong and I was drifting a little right. Although I do stand by my hatred for the New York Times. But I, I, do, I do love Al Jazeera. Um, <laughs> Uh, my friend is at a wedding in Dubai, Kinan Al, uh, a friend of the pod, and he's in a wedding in Dubai, and he sent me videos of them just blasting fucking Arabic music at this wedding, and they're all clapping mm-hmm. and dancing, and I was like, I'm not going to lie, that video scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because uh, it just looked like they were celebrating something that I don't know, you know, like they know <laughs> they know something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like wait 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 what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why are you guys so happy? Yeah. <laughs> Just tell me, L.A. or not? Is it L.A.? Do I need to go on the road or what? Dude, <laughs> are you gonna be attacking Miami on August seventh? Because I'll be there. Or, or West, West Palm, Palm Beach? Beach. <laughs> tell me you're not attacking Oxnard on August twenty second. Just the most fucked up way to plug dates. <laughs> 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 oh man i um you know what we were talking about uh that i thought was funny was um i found an old yearbook of mine and what grade freshman year okay ninth grade 
or tenth grade? Freshman is ninth grade. Okay. It is. This is so embarrassing. I've I've just started all the stuff I used to bury. I've just started talking about on stage because it's so embarrassing. Like that awful side tattoo I have. I have a bit about that now. Mm-hmm. I used to just like fuck with my shirt on. What's it mean? That that's also like uh, I did. I was like a fat guy. I would fuck. But with, in a pool instead of instead of going in a pool, as you were. No, I also into that would pussy. swim with my shirt on oh, at really? certain points too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because it just sticks to your body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it you makes, look worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really accentuates all the folds. Yeah, because then it's like, it's like, look, it's like drawing a dark, like if you, like for instance, like if you drew dark circles under your eyes, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, Because right, all right. it is is making the lines harder. So everybody's just like, Jesus Christ. Right, you know? right. It's like Whereas filling before, in all your just, wrinkles with black yeah. marker <laughs> so you look like a witch. Yeah, that's how you do witch makeup. So if you're overweight, don't wear the shirt, dude. Just go in without the shirt. Dude. Yeah, you look better. Yeah. Um, but if you have bad tattoos, go ahead and wear the shirt. <laughs> but even then, it gets unless it's it's got to be a dark shirt. Cause I'm if not you swimming white, in a white shirt. Yeah. I'm not a slut. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm not a slut. You are a slut. You're I'm like, absolutely you're like no, a Catholic like, schoolgirl slut because you try to pretend that you're like innocent. I only get fucked in my ass. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> You're like a Catholic schoolgirl slut. You only get fucked in your ass. And then you sit on a bag of peas. Yeah. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. My hole's big. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Frozen oranges. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I am. The Catholic Church fucked me up, man, because Carmen and I both did shows for teenagers, and um, Carmen really went. I, I talked about. Like, or uh, clarify this. This is the teen. This is a thing called teen tours. They've been doing it at the Hollywood Improv for thirty years. And what happens is you get to do an uncensored show in front of like fifteen year olds. No, it's twelve to fourteen. That no, they were the fifteen. No, they, I, I asked, talked to some of the, one of the shows I did. They were all fifteen. They I said asked they were who the oldest kid in the room was. He was fourteen. I promise you, the room I did was twelve to fourteen. I don't care. I'm just saying the room oh, I did. But it's, was 12 it varies. To Each show is Doesn't different matter. age groups. All right. I'm just saying that I talked to twelve to fourteen year olds about, the, and I asked about the Holocaust. They were all Jewish. Um, about school shootings. By the way, those. You know what's funny is I doubled back on this thing about Judd Apatow saying you can't make like fucking school shooter jokes because kids put up with this shit, but the kids love it. Well, because then there's everybody's coddling them about this kid. It. Literally said out loud, and I have it on tape. Um, he said, um, <laughs> he goes, "I'm laughing because we're all gonna die." <laughs> 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 oh my god dude <laughs> another kid while i was on stage goes i'm scared and i go of what and he goes i don't know that's why i'm scared <laughs> when i started doing it i was i don't know what bit i was doing i think it was a holocaust bit but um i did all this murder shit all all really really dark stuff that you would never think that their parents would probably be really upset that i did and then carmen went up and just talked to him about sex and i sex started and drugs i started drugs didn't bother me but the sex stuff i started sweating <laughs> and i think like the old teacher in me came out where i was just like how can you talk about this in front of children like i got really like 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 a stuffy old lady yeah. i was so uncomfortable and the audience the kids loved it no, you were killing. <laughs> they were so happy that you were, they were like Talking really, them yeah. like an adult. Yeah. 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 You were doing the right thing. They like, it was a breath of fresh air for them. You were having a great set. It made me so uncomfortable. That's why when you walked off, you go, what are you mad at me? And I was like, I, I think you thought I was mad that you had a good set, but no, I was just so uncomfortable with all the sex talk. And I was like, no, I'm just squinting. <laughs> Unfortunately, by doing that, cause like shows like that, I always just do crowd work. Cause you know, the, 
you, when you're 15, you think you're funny anyways. So I like to let them trip themselves up. So I was asking this kid about like doing drugs or whatever. Cause one of them was like, I smoke marijuana. And I was like, mm. okay, all right. And then she, I found out later she did just did it with her mom. And I was like, it's one of those things where you just do, I don't care if you do it as long as you do it in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. Right. I wish I had had parents like that. These the kids way. were all raising themselves. I, I, uh, I yeah, cause that was the thing is there was a kid sitting right next to her that I found out was like, he had a Xanax mom who was letting him do Molly and Xanax as well. And he was fucking 14. And something I realized is that it actually kind of gave me empathy for rich kids because what I realized is that growing up, a lot of poor people grow up without much supervision and latchkey kids. What up up top? Yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, Latchkey kids, uh, kids who grow up, you know, parents that work in three jobs, all that stuff. When you're raising yourself, it is much safer for a kid to raise themselves without resources then the kind of these kids all had credit cards. Yeah, all like, I had was lean cuisines. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that much. You, I mean, you do start getting into like throwing rocks and starting fires if you're a boy and stuff. Yeah, like or that. fucking what was it? What did you do? Take a shit on someone's front porch in a pizza box and fucking. I did. Yeah, and put it, hang a dead bird over an old lady's squirrel. fucking front dead squirrel over fucking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to find the stuff to play with. Yeah, you know, it, it was all. It was very. Meanwhile, these it was like kids a are, Walden school. It was very nature-based vandalism. Yeah, these. <laughs> it was free-range, organic yeah, vandalism. Yeah. We had to find we were it. using. We our did shoot the lady with paintballs. <laughs> That's the crazy Tyler. I don't know if you heard that story, but when I, I told this on the podcast, but I'll tell the real quick version. But we. Because a lot of we have new listeners. Brian was a monster. It still is, but was way worse of a we, monster. We found this is not cool. <laughs> we found a dead squirrel and we lynched it on a lady's doorstep to where it was eye level. So right when she walked she out right, of the door, we rang her doorbell. She walked out. There dead. was a dead squirrel hanging from yeah. her porch, just dead, lynched like an from animal, the neck. Like an animal Ku Klux Klan member over here. And then here. when she started screaming, my friend Joey shot her with a paintball gun. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Even fucking Tyler, who loves gnarly <laughs> shit. Joey's covered. Joey's yeah. in jail now. <laughs> yeah, the cops came. <laughs> Did you guys get in trouble? No. Uh, sh- no, we didn't. I don't know if there was a reason why we picked her. I- I'm not going to lie. I laugh, but I did feel bad in the moment when she got hit with that paintball because I remember. <laughs> I remember. You just wanted to do the squirrel part because that part's yeah, the, the squirrel part's part. funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we also we did shove. She also, unbeknownst to her at the moment, we had also shoved a dead squirrel in her mailbox. <laughs> but uh, oh my god. Yeah, but like I remember. Yeah, these kids threw an egg at my mom when she was running, and it was one of the most disturbing things I've ever. Like when I was like a little kid, the fact that somebody was out there attacking my mother mm-hmm. like made me feel insane. And then fast forward like five more years, I'm attacking Doing somebody the same else's thing. Yeah. mother. Although she was, I don't know if she was a mother but still like it i feel horrible about it but that's it, not gonna how make, funny is not, that it doesn't make a difference she's very i mean she's old <laughs> enough she probably is a mom statistically she just like she, who knows what's going on in her life she just comes home from work she had a shitty day her boss was maybe grabbed her or ass. it could have been like the best day of her life you know what i mean yeah. like she finally had a good day you know what i mean she's got a fucking uh. <laughs> her kids finally called her and they haven't spoken to her in months whatever the fuck and then all of a right. sudden she walks out and there's a goddamn lynching on her front porch. Squirrel lynching. A squirrel lynching. Excuse it's nothing me. Nothing racial. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, um, as, but, but if were you're growing you, up rich. Were you one of those, uh, like, were you a trench coat kid? No. Because yeah. that's some shit like those guys, like those kids that. No, I was a weird kid. I was definitely a weird kid. I never wore a trench coat because I'm sweaty. I know. I still had those dudes. I, all the goths in Phoenix blow my mind. There's goths walking around all over Phoenix. But that was the whole thing. It wasn't like a. It wasn't specifically to goth. It was like whatever. Because also at the time when we were in school, it, the Matrix was really big. So there was that version. What year did the Matrix come out? 99? I think so. Same year as Columbine? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, so it was like a marriage of, of events. It was like Columbine, the Matrix, and goth was like a, having a resurgence. I wonder if the Matrix came out before Columbine. Cause Columbine was 420. When was the Matrix release date? Um... Yeah, but I want to know if it was before April. Because I want to know if they like, if the trench oh, they coat. they hacked it from Matrix? Yeah, March 31st, 1999. Oh, yeah, dude, that man. was absolutely. That just makes the Columbine kids even hackier, dude. Dude, the Matrix was so ahead of its time because mm-hmm. like it totally, like it had like a, a Reddit 4chan vibe to it. It had the fucking trench coat, the shootings. Also, the directors are trans now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally everything about the Matrix laid out the fucking what our future was going to be like. Yeah. Like, more than they even it, not knew. Not to mention it, re- it fucking relaunched a goddamn uh, EDM, like like the whole fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah dude, there was like so many influences from the fucking Matrix. Yeah, dude, Rob yeah. Zombie. Yeah. Oh, wait, what is Rob... Did he do the music? No, wait, the he, Rob Zombie wouldn't... Is that is that That's song not in the Matrix? They listen to Rob Zombie. Oh, dig oh, through the right. ditches and burn yeah. with the witches and slam in the back of my Dracula. <laughs> I fucking loved Rob Zombie when I was a kid, dude. I liked wa- Rob's, uh, Rob Zombie and White Zombie. Yeah, White Zombie more human than human. That video, I remember the end is nigh. He's holding up the sign. And I was like, it fucking is. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> The end is dope because you get to have a big beard and paint everything in black light reactive paint. I love Armageddon. (laughs) Armageddon is dope. What a stupid thing I to think. Still, I know it's so silly, but it's what I mean, this like reminds me a little bit of the white zombie art. Like I still love like gross, gory neon art. Mm-hmm. I've always, you know, Rob Zombie worked on the Pee Wee Herman set. By the way, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, this rad art behind us is by Tony Reckenwald at um, Bomb Squad eighty six. Bomb, Bomb Squad eighty six. You can also check it out too. We got close up pictures of it on uh, the Instagram at No Sir Pod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the man, I had never th- realized. I know that it's pretty late on that, but I had never realized how much the Matrix like really set the kind of blueprint for the future. Like, it, yeah, in every way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that wasn't there. There was like a theory that it was. Uh, it was like laying out Armageddon as well. Uh, I don't like know, but it definitely did. I mean, we use the language, the red pill, all that shit is from the Matrix. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah, they're in the yeah, yeah, and and they're using the red pill and uh, that like the language is like defined. I I never I but I never thought about the directors also being trans mm-hmm. and just like how yeah both of them they're they're trans sisters. I mean, wasn't that the uh, the whole uh, like the two the two the two people in the third one that had like the they were both like twins with the, is the second one where they had the dreads and shit like they were just genderless. Where I don't I don't remember the Matrix very well, honestly. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I just remember hating Morpheus's sunglasses. Oh, because they didn't have the sides and, the, and they, they were just pinched and they were nose. tiny. They were yeah, just they were, they were eye, just their eyes. eyeball shape. Yeah, I wanted to fucking slap him. 
Also, fuck him. I like it when he, he was... He was so blindly and, like, blindly following. Like, that to me was also, like, some Christian overtones where it was, like, he blindly followed this prophet regardless of everything. Regardless of everybody telling him anything other than... I don't know about that, but I hated when he made the switch from Larry to Lawrence. <laughs> That's what I hated about him. He used to be Larry Fishburne. <laughs> and, and then he went to Lawrence what Fishburne. And it was Why like, go fuck yourself. Lawrence. Yeah. I got to call you Lawrence now because you got like, what'd you get an Oscar nod? Were you nod? calling him a lot, Brian? You were calling him a lot. Like it really made a difference. It frustrates me when somebody tries to be taken more seriously. I mean, he already older. was, especially in that film. Like that, that film changed the rest of his career. Did it? I yeah, don't know, it, he was already. It changed the last fucking thirty years of our lives, but it didn't change fucking. I can't name Lawrence a movie Fisher's he did career. after. That's exactly. Oh, so it ruined his life. You're saying? No, I'm saying like that was. Like, it was like that was a that was a pinnacle change oh, he for did him. That other sci-fi movie that was really gory. Um, Equilibrium. I, the sun with the sun. Yeah, yeah, and the fucking guts. Oh, oh I can't fucking remember. Anyway, was it Equilibrium the one that happened? No, in- it's like way older than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Anyway, I don't watch enough films to get this. I, I mean, these are all movies I saw like in high school. Like, That's what I, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if it's not in my time capsule, I don't know. <laughs> the only movies I watch now are Rocky movies. We've established that. Um, I actually just watched Superstar mm-hmm. uh, with Mary Kathleen Gallagher. Very funny movie. Um, <laughs> I saw. Did you see Midsummer? Midsummer? No. Midsummer? Oh, okay. It was. I liked it a lot, but I had a lot. I, it's getting a lot of shit. It's gotten getting a lot of shit for it. I had a lot to say about the ending, but I don't want to ruin it for you. I think you should see it. But All right. When you see it, we'll talk about the ending and how much it bothered me. Okay. <laughs> I literally, it's crazy to like a whole movie until the last frame. I mean, there's so many people. There's so many people. That, that, that's the thing is I, I love the movie but I hated the ending I love the movie but I hated the ending yeah it's but like I even liked thing. the ending I just didn't like the last frame mm-hmm. okay well there I have was, no idea I have no point of reference there's so. a smile there's no I can't contribute anything to a conversation I don't know anything about <laughs> <laughs> oh my god though the smile do you remember where you were uh, when Columbine happened I was in was I in Georgia yet 420 no I was in Maine still yeah, I was Oh, in no. Because that was when you ha- you were hanging out with that guy, John, that was you hanging all the squirrels and stuff like that. That was in Maine, right? Yeah, that was when I would visit back from Maine. I was a little bit older than eighth grade with that stuff. I was like, it was the summer between ninth and tenth grade. I already moved to Georgia and I was visiting back to Maine. We were mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. No, I didn't have any friends in eighth grade. When Columbine happened, I didn't have any friends. At all? Yeah, which makes you... Maybe you can put this together about how Columbine kind of resonated with me for a second. Uh, <laughs> I was only listening to Marilyn Manson at yeah, the time, and I, was, I had no friends, I was, and uh, I just I, saw The Matrix, so I was, these guys were really right. pulling it off for me. They were hitting me on all cylinders. I was drawing on myself in Sharpie, like fake tattoos oh all my over God. myself, <laughs> and I was a loner, and I was very weird, and these kids these weird kids that nobody liked walk into their school and they shot people and then i walked into school the next day and everybody treated me so much nicer wait are you serious i got so much respect i mean it was fear but who cares let's split in hairs there but uh are you doing a bit right now are you serious like when you the day the day after columbine like people started being nice to you a hundred percent uh people definitely started making jokes like leave him alone or he'll shoot us <laughs> Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so they pigeonholed you as a school shooter. Right. Like you didn't even do anything. Right. And they were like, this guy. 
Yeah, it's like somebody else did my dirty work for me. Yeah, and nobody had started, to die. Yeah, <laughs> nobody had to die. I got respect. It was a bloodless war. <laughs> I won. I it was a blood, bloodless coup. <laughs> <laughs> I had overthrown to the top, and nobody had to die. But I, um, yeah, I remember because and Columbine, like really, like it changed it. People don't understand because school shootings happen every two seconds now. Yeah. That, oh, there goes another one. Yeah. They're not nearly as big of a deal as they are as, as far as how. Well, they, that was also the fucking, that was the, the school shooting. Yeah. It's, it's like, it the, was the school shooting to start all school shootings. Yeah. Yeah. It was the bullet heard around the world. It was, it was a hundred percent the Beatles of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like people don't. The are, Beatles have killed kids. Killing. Yeah. It's very hacky. I know. <laughs> The Beatles of who has that bit about the Beatles of being the Beatles? Is that Dana Gould? Yeah, Dana Gould talks about how hacky it is to call things the Beatles of something. Yeah, but um, there's just that's it's just a useful analogy. Yeah, but uh, and, and the thing is though, like I remember because I got picked on a lot and I deserved it. Looking back though, like it was good for me and I deserve. Like I was asking to be bullied. It's like stop, stop being so fucking weird. You fucking psycho. Like, just, like, socialize. Look people in the eye. Now I feel like you have Stockholm Syndrome from your bullies. No, I think it was really good. I think I just... And also, listen, we've stopped bullying, and school shootings have quadrupled since we stopped bullying. Like, yeah. I think it's a self... It's like a self-cleaning oven. Like, mm-hmm. it takes care of itself. But I do think that... Another thing about it, though, is that, like, when kids did pick on me, like, I've t- uh, when, like, Brian Farrell and Heath Judah used to pick on me, uh, I, all I had to say is, I have a fucking gun in my house, and I'll shoot you. And they were like, oh, shit, that's probably true. And they left me alone. Right. You know, only. Uh, only yeah, but like, what about like, ended, somebody like. I never got teabagged again. I got teabagged on a dirt road on Old McDaniel's farm. You want to talk about some Georgia shit? I got, <laughs> I got teabagged on a dirt road that was technically on the property of Old McDaniel's farm. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. I was I was a I was on my way to my backyard wrestling ring mm-hmm. that we had built. I was on my way to our backyard wrestling ring that I had built in the woods with stolen construction materials with my friend Chris Bebo, and I ran into Heath Judah and Brian Farrell, and they spit in my mouth and teabagged me and beat me up Jesus. on Old McDaniel's Farm Road. <laughs> How do you think that helped you? Um. Well. I, I'm not saying that that it's not because that's the thing is like it's not all bullying that's helpful. I mean, I think that some of it like like uh, helps you not be a pussy. I because I've I was bullied a lot and only some of it was nice and some of it created like a complex. You know what I mean? That wasn't helpful at all. I think there's more than one kind of bullying where it's like it's like people making fun of you where it teaches you you should be able to laugh at yourself and not take yourself too seriously. But then there's also, there's nothing that you learned from that. Well, I think I was just so fucking lame and weird that like I wouldn't... So you think they were right to yes. teabag you? Yes. That I, seems no, a bit much. I think a certain amount of... I wanted them to teabag Listen, <laughs> I think a certain amount of assimilation is important for society. And I think... Yes. And but I, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. I think like... But I don't think that that is productive bullying. I feel like it is because now I'm not weird like that. I, I, I can I can go into any kind you of... You are fucking weird. I'm very weird. I know that. But I can contain it and I can assimilate when I need to. If I, you, you wouldn't think twice about introducing me to your parents. You know what I mean? Back then, you would. You'd be like, I'm not bringing this guy home. The only reason people brought me home was to freak out their parents. Like I was like a like which a, feeds into the whole uh, nobody ever fucks you because they like you they just trying to piss somebody else off exactly 
Right. And there's something extra white and, and, and like, I, listen, I don't want to be like twittery about this, but like, there is a certain like annoying whiteness to being like a weird goth kid. Well, cause you had the freedom to get to be weird. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody should be, I don't really believe in freedom. I don't really think people should be free because uh, see, I do whenever people are free, it's disgusting. Um, I know we talked about that briefly, but I think it's, uh, I would prefer to not be everything the same because just because weirdness is annoying to you you know what i mean like weird, I would, i'm not I would being rather, annoyed rather, by weird i'm being weird i'm annoying other people with my weirdness like i'm but i don't think so i think it also might come from a like a little bit of a jealousy that you never got to be that that weird you know because you, you got teabagged for it people have the freedom to be weird now without anybody busting their balls yeah and or literally and putting now their schools balls in are mouth. getting shot every fucking week but i don't think it's it's not i don't think it's <laughs> I think it's correlation, not causation. I don't think it's one because of the other. Because I don't know. I think well, I do think now. bullying is a self-regulating system. I think our schools are more dangerous than ever because you can't say anything anymore. You can't pick on anybody anymore. Well, then, of course, our the, schools are 100% more dangerous than they've ever been. the kids feel more repressed. The kids who have the most fucking trauma in their lives have to be repressed because they can't fucking take it out on the younger kids or the weird kids or whatever the fuck. You know but what th- I mean? Those aren't the kids doing the shootings. It's the weird kids who are doing the shootings and they have the freedom to be weird and they're still shooting places up. They need a little fucking fist in the the face they need a little testicle in the mouth but that was straighten the whole, them out but those those were the kids that shut up the school before so i don't think, I think only only like like yeah columbine led up to that but but it that was uh, it was rare and then after that it was like copycat stuff like like there it, things do happen as an outlier i do think i think bullying is a i think it's a self-regulating system i think it's essential i think there's a reason why we do it i don't think kids do it out of nowhere i think it's part of animalistic behavior that helps you fall in line and is for the greater good i believe in assimilation but i think it's also you also have to remember like there's di- chicks and dudes bully differently you know what i mean so what do you mean so what's what, what's the point though but I'm saying, like, I think dudes beating each other up and like bear cub shit. I mean, I, I'm not saying I think it's cool that you got tea bagged. You can. It's fine. I, I that's the whole premise of my side here is I think it's good. But I don't. I don't think that's okay. I think that's sexual assault, and I think it's fucked well, up and disgusting. Fuck? I'm so sick of people. Yeah. So what? I was sexually assaulted. Who cares? I feel like ultimately I get, it was good. That's nice for you, <laughs> but I'm not saying I think he, kids should be sexually assaulted. Um, but. It's, I don't really think it was that sexual. Just because no, the cum is made dominant, in the balls doesn't mean that he was coming in my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, right. It was just to fucking do. It's de- dominating. De- yeah, yeah. It's yeah. humiliating. It's yeah. different. Yeah. I get it. But it's still nobody's genitals should be in another person's mouth without their consent. I just feel like. Okay. We I know, get I'm it. Where's her award? But Give her a trophy. A, it's not a fucking award. <laughs> it's just like, like that's a line that that's my line is. I think you guys can beat each other up and do whatever the fuck. Call you, call you a little bitch for not fucking, you know, for having to get lunch from the school or whatever the fuck shame you in any kind of way. But I don't think anybody should be putting anything in you or on you like that. Like that's my line for bullying. Okay. I don't know. I don't think that's a, that hard of a line. But you're, you you're, say, but you're drawing a line based on my experience, and what I'm saying is through my. Oh, I'm not, it's, I'm I'm not, not saying, saying you not, don't have experience, but what I'm saying is though, like through my experience with that, I feel like it it was helpful. It was corrective, corrective trauma. Just like, just like, uh, what's that movie where they all wear so the how did it bowler make, hats? How did it make you better? The ultra violence movie. Because you were still a weird kid after that. Yeah, but I was able to, you know, I went to the army, got a little, and like I got kicked out, but I was good at the army. And but they beat the shit out of you in the army too. I know it took a lot of training. It <laughs> took a lot of training to get all that weirdness out of me. 
all that middle class <laughs> fucking. But well, I, I'm but a what, snowflake. What, what kind of person would you have been if you were allowed to have just been weird? Maybe a school shooter. Who knows? You don't know, but you <laughs> also don't know. But you also don't know if I it would answer been, that question. But I feel like it would have been worse. You think it would have been worse? Why? Yeah. Because I don't think I was on a good path. I think I was on a path where I was like just really obsessed with like being like as negative, dark, black, bleak as possible. Mm-hmm. And like now I don't, I feel like it, I still have, this isn't funny. I don't, <laughs> don't want to go down this road. Okay. This, this isn't, <laughs> anyway, so Columbine's was the tits for you. It was great. It was a great no, experience. Columbine was not, it just, it was a game changer. Uh-huh. It was a really bad thing, but it was a game changer. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just for weird kids, it kind of like, I don't know. It kind of stopped the bullying. So I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm not sure. But like the school shootings didn't stop and the bullying did. So I don't know. If but the- that's also like that that school shooting happening and all those people giving you respect. That was also you getting more freedom because now less people were bullying you. Like, so it doesn't go. That doesn't help either. So you were being bullied. A school shooting happened and then you stopped being bullied as much. So it's like. So that through that, you felt good. I, I, I guess I'm lost. Okay. I'm lost in this. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. What I'm saying like to, to that you're talking about like bullying being good and a school shooting happening and that ha- like stopping bullying and you feeling good from that. So it's like two things. It's both. It's positive and negative reinforcement, which is what ultimately what I think is, is perfect. I think you should be bullied some and you should have somebody tell you you can do anything you want. I think you should have both of those but, things. But the things that people want to do, think about what you do when nobody's around. That's freedom. That's disgusting. Everything people do no, when what nobody's you do, around. But not Everybody does what you do. Everybody's when you're free. gross when nobody's around. Everybody's, Everybody's gross because we're humans. I'm not yeah, saying that's you should- what freedom is. Like the ultimate freedom is when you think you're being unwatched and you're all alone. And what people do when they're unwatched and all alone is disgusting. That's why I'm totally fine with there being cameras everywhere, people filming themselves and face app and all that stuff. Because I feel like people should feel like they're a little bit watched, so they're not so fucking disgusting. Yeah, but we are disgusting. <laughs> We are disgusting, so why wouldn't you want... Because you're not going to be disgusting if you feel like you're being watched. At some point, like, there's... You're never going to not jerk off? Like, that's... It, I mean, to somebody else, that might be disgusting. Yeah, but, I, I wish I never jerked off. I think jerking off is wrong. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> that's also probably why you wanted to shoot up a school. You no, should jerk off. My more. new name is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> I'm a Kareem, C-R-E-A-M, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> I'm a... F- <laughs> Because you'll be jerking it, bro. <laughs> no, I don't jerk it. You're missing my message. I'm a radical Shiite. I don't have sex. I don't You're touch women. I'm not jerk-ite married to. Because you jerk it so much. <laughs> and, yeah, I am. Because <laughs> that's the, all the Shiite comes out your dick when you jerk it, dude. That's just offensive to my religion. Now. I, just, <laughs> I didn't know you were so Islamophobic. I. Uh, I didn't know I started a podcast with oh, an Islamophobe. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. What, are you going to start yes, cheering, send me back? Yes. Is that what you want? You want to send me back? Yes. Now look who deserves a medal now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. It's Ramadan. I'm a little hungry. <laughs> it's not Ramadan. It's not Ramadan at all. It's not. <laughs> that was the great thing about being in Berlin during Ramadan is all my favorite restaurants were Arabic and so nobody was eating there and the lines were wide open. <laughs> I was like, this religion rules. <laughs> oh, shit. We got to do the gripe of the week. Okay. Okay. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe of the week. 
Blair Alexandria's gripe of the week is that I am old enough to do what I want, but my body is breaking down as I get older. So I can wait. So I can hear you read this. I can't. I can't. I can't. What are we reading? Blair Alexandria. Yeah. That I'm old enough to do what I want, but my body is breaking down as I get older so I can eat as many hamburgers as I want, but I'll have heartburn. I can stay up and go out as much as I want, but I'm tired all the time. Growing up sucks ass. Um, so this is what you're talking about. This is the freedom thing that you're talking about. Yeah. Why, why, why is what you want to do just be out till 5 a.m. eating hamburgers? What you, <laughs> <laughs> are you the guy well, from no, it's, Popeye? It's, ha- it's having the freedom. That's the, that's the whole thing we're talking about is it's, it's having the freedom. Oh, yeah. The fucking <laughs> I'll, I'll pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I could do whatever I want. And what I want to do is eat hamburgers and stay up late. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I think that's also there should be consequences to that. <laughs> <laughs> but there is. That's the part that's annoying. Yeah. Is her body's like, fuck you. I don't think that's annoying at all. I think that <laughs> listen to your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you are dying. We all are. Yeah, so you want to eat as many hamburgers as possible before you die. Your arteries are hardening. <laughs> okay? That's way worse than being tired or having heartburn. <laughs> oh, my goodness. By the um, way, I had uh, in and out at 12.30 last night, but it was protein style, so no bread. Had <laughs> a boy. <laughs> Julia Naran's gripe of the week uh, is people who don't understand how two-lane drive-throughs work. There is a clear zipper pattern that people don't that people don't abide. Two-lane drive. Oh, gotcha. It splits. Yeah, you're down like the middle. Like an In-N-Out or a Checkers or something, where Chick-fil-A. there's two of them. Jesus. Yeah, or Chick-fil-A. Our fucking listeners, man. Yeah. They love fast food. Fast food. Yeah. They love fast food. Um, yeah, that can be. I understand how that's frustrating for well, you. What's also just? It's not even just drive-throughs. It's also when people merge and they don't know how to merge. Yeah. Where they always think it's a com- like a competition, or it's like no, there's a car here and a car here and a car here, and it's zipper back and forth. One two, one two, one two. And people always think it's like a competition, like a that's when they want to drag race, right? And be like, no, don't let me, I'm not letting you in. And it's like, motherfucker, that's how this works. I, I got into a, you're gonna hate this, but I got into one where I wasn't letting a lady in on a construction. Like she had a sign forever mm-hmm. that the lane was merging. Yep. She went all the way up to the front. I didn't let her in. Didn't let her in. Didn't let her in. She honked at me. I looked over and she was super hot. And I was like, go ahead, get in there. Oh, I get in there. Go you. ahead. You I deserve you. it. Get in there. Come on. <laughs> I've, there's plenty of room. I'm sorry. What am I doing being so rude? Asshole. You're an why, asshole. <laughs> why, why was I be? I, you know what? That's my bad. I apologize. Why don't I give you my number? It's only. <laughs> I'm going to write you a proper apology. I just yeah, like yeah. to say it to you. I apologize first. to you, mm-hmm. beautiful lady. Get in there <laughs> with your Jeep. Mm. Fred Porter's grape of the week. Oh, man. This is another fast food one. Fred Porter's grape of the week. <laughs> Is that they're selling tacos at Burger King? What the fuck? Is it's, that true? It's like his whole reality is shattered. He's like, but the Mexican stuff's at the bill, and the American stuff's at the king. I want the king to be American and the bill to be Mexican. He's a black man, though, so he doesn't sound like that. Mm. <laughs> well, then why isn't he at Wendy's? <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Because oh. <laughs> it reminds him of the one time he had anal sex. That's why. Oh, bur- <laughs> man, I had Burger King. I felt so gay, almost threw up. 
Bill Martini's gripe of the week is people. What a great name, (laughs) Bill Martini. That sounds like a character in Leisure Suit Larry. (laughs) What's funny is he is kind of like that. He is a Leisure Suit type of dude. Bill Martini's gripe of the week is people who fill up their gas tank at the gas station where there are two or three cars deep waiting, then leave the car to go into the store to use the bathroom and grab a six pack, buy scratch offs, etc. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That is fucking infuriating. Like, where it's just like you could get your gas and then pull into the parking spot and fucking, you know, of course, to be considerate. It's not. It's not hard to be a decent person when there's a lot of people involved. Yeah, I remember years ago. I was. Uh, we were having when uh, Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, only remember, I, <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to I you. I only remember things by the tragedy that <laughs> no, happened. No. <laughs> I remember in Columbine year. The Columbine year was a good year for listen, me. I remember uh, Katrina. Listen, I'm an old man, <laughs> okay? I'm an old man. And, and I only remember the most severe thing that happened that year. Yeah. <laughs> listen, there's a reason why I said Katrina. When Katrina <laughs> hit the gas prices, our new modern gas prices started with Katrina. When Katrina hit, gas went through the roof. Through the roof, yeah. Okay. That's like when gas got expensive. Well, that's because during they, Katrina. that's why they manifested that storm so they could do that. Harp. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is. <laughs> listen what i'm saying though is that military gas is cheaper tyler can back me up on that and so the lines to fill up on a military base for gas were insane yeah they were insane and i was trying to get home to visit my mother who was dying okay and i needed to get some can't uh, i need to get some See, gas you needed another severe thing i needed Katrina, to get some gas my mother dying it's the only way home. i can remember anything and so the lines are backed up all the way down the street to get gas and then i'm right behind a guy he gets gas and he does that shit he pays at the pump and then he goes into the gas station to get like some candy and i remember he came back and i was like oh that's fine i have all day i have all day yeah don't worry about me go ahead and grocery shop at the fucking pump and we'll all wait for you we'll wait it's not like i'm not trying to get home to see my dying mother you just turned into sam kennison all of a sudden oh 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 (laughs) but um yeah i remember that being really annoying (laughs) i think that should get our gripe of the week (laughs) i think that got you fired up enough Uh, bill martini you got gripe of the week bill martini <laughs> it's How also good to win. Yeah, it's also good to give that name a trophy. Yeah, Bill Martini, he's always knocking his pinky ring on his scotch glass. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's the guy who like is first in line at the strip club buffet. Yeah, the breakfast. He's like, you got buffet. the shrimp while it's still warm. <laughs> mm, they, they use fresh garlic at fucking Titty City. You'd be mad to find out how cheesy this man actually is. <laughs> Bill Martini, you get gripe of the week for me. I hate your name, Bill. I really, every time I hear it, I get mad. I fucking, I hate your name. I'm sorry. Let me get this out. I'm sorry, but every time you say, he already, don't say his name again. <laughs> you get gripe of the week for people who fill up their gas tank with people waiting and then leave to go into the store to use the bathroom or get something else. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash no sir pod. Email us no sir pod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. It's at Brian J. Vokey at the funny Carmen at Tyler Gizar at no sir pod. You can find all of us there. Please hit us up, interact with us. 
we're lonely. At least I am. <laughs> Carmen's in a solid relationship. Tyler's married. <laughs> I'm, You're all Brian has. <laughs> I'm sitting alone in my room theorizing about how freedom is poisonous. <laughs> so, <laughs> Please bully him into being a, a better person. <laughs> he needs it. Yeah, maybe That's what you need. You need a broad to bully you. It'd be good if like, yeah, if a girl could like put a, a wedding ring in her asshole and then she could like punch me in the face and sit on my face and bully me and then shit a wedding ring into my mouth and then that's how we get married and that's a perfect dynamic for a relationship thanks so much for listening guys we'll see you next week bye bye no sir i don't like it 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 no sir i don't like it